broadcast with Amanda, Shani, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shani. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is season seven, episode 25, episode number 295. Welcome. Happy 2023. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new year. We're halfway through January. (laughs) You bite your tongue. (laughs) Sorry. Now I'm having this deja vu of last year at this time when we had... That's true. Exact same commentary. That's, that's, well, yeah, well, you know. It's my fault. I think I said it both times. Seven yeah, seasons I in. I suppose it's uh, just as true as it was last year. Yeah. Um, although this episode will be out on Friday the 13th, which is also yes. Dennis's birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Man, starting the year strong with the first 13th of the month is a Friday the 13th. Okay. Okay, 2023. I don't know about that energy, but like, okay. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) And the next Friday the 13th, because there's always two every year, is in October. There's always two every year? Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird piece of fact to just like have at your disposal. You never noticed that? Like, we point out the Friday the 13th, like... All the time. I forget what happened yesterday. I can't. I can't track. <laughs> right. I can barely remember to go to the dentist twice a year. Like, forget about <laughs> like it, it jumps around, but there's always two per year. So at least, wow, yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Wait. So you said the next one's in October. October? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's great. Good times. Anyway, how's it going? How were your holidays? Pretty great. Good. 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 They feel like a lot. It feels like a long time ago. It, it, it kind of was yeah. at this point. It was three weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I suppose that is a, an appropriate amount to take pause and be like, "How long? What did I do? Where was? Where was I?" But it was very nice. Good. Good. Yeah. Ours were good. Uneventful. Went to New York. Came back. The end. You do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also did that yesterday. Flew up in the morning. Yeah. Dropped the kids off. Flew back. Landed at eight ten p.m. The FAA grounded all flights at like eight twenty eight p.m. Yeah. So I landed. I not seen that. Yeah. But you know something? Everything was grounded. So even if I was up in the air, I would have landed somewhere. Right. 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 You would have landed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But like here, I, I was like saying to Daniel, I'm like, I don't know why Colleen does this to herself. She like flies up and then flies back the same day. Like that is just nuts. But like it, it turns out that was the better plan because you yeah. would have had to yeah. have stayed in Long Island longer than, you know. Yeah. Potentially um, longer than you were planning. Well, thankfully, I – I because I, 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 we flew uh, Delta into JFK there. And the flight was seventy five percent empty. It was it was so empty. Um, wow. It was like first class. Nobody was in that economy seating. And then you know uh, uh, the back of the plane was kind of full, but that was it. It was it so was like comfort plus. Nobody was in yeah. Nobody plus. was in that comfort plus. Um, and I had asked the the seats where we were. So it was like a two seater, two seats, right? It was a smaller one, and. Um, you know, the kids were fighting over the window seat and then we got on the plane and of course where the we had where our seats happened to be, the window wasn't there, like it was wall. Uh, yeah. So I had asked Nobody gets it. I had asked the flight it. attendant, I was like, Hey, can we move up a row if nobody sits there? You know, once you guys close the, the doors and so that way they can look out the window. And she was like, yeah, it's fine. You just can't sit in any of the seats with the red on the top because that's the uh, comfort plus. And I was like, yes, the seats that nobody paid for. You could really – honestly, <laughs> yes. they could have – We'd rather keep them empty. Yeah. They could have easily just been like – 
Because there was nobody sitting. No one. Seriously. So they could have easily just been like, everyone from the back, like, if y'all want to move up, move up. Like, you know, Southwest rules, open seating, but whatever. Speaking of Southwest, I was nervous because <laughs> I had to fly them back. And I flew them back. First of all, Southwest, for all their issues, they suck. <laughs> Even before their, their issues. I used to fly them all the time. They're the only airline that consistently flies in and out of the Long Island MacArthur Airport, which is the one that's close to my parents' house. And I have the Southwest credit card, and I've had it for like 15 years. And, you know, they have just, over the last five, six years, they've really gone downhill. Like, Mm. they don't have the friendly flight attendants anymore, really. Um, And and just mainly, they're so expensive. They are so expensive. Um, One, our... our, um, we were looking at flights to go to, we can't do it, but we really wanted to go to um, Disneyland again for Jay's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Go to, fly into LAX, um, see his dad's family, then, um, you know, go to Disney and then go down to San Diego, see Jack's family, uh, you know, see the glass filters and then come back. Um, and uh, the price of... What was it? The round trip on JetBlue was, I want to say it was $1,100. One way for, like, three tickets on Southwest, one way was $1,100. Ooh. For, and that is what it consistently always is. Always. Damn. So the cost of, I used points, and that's the only reason why I ended up flying out of Flying Southwest is because I had some points and I used them um, for the one way. But that one way ticket, like I was watching at um, Christmas when they canceled it, and I was like, "Oh man, Southwest is going to be so cheap when I fly when I come up here mm-hmm. in January." No, their prices kept going up. Like they never, <laughs> they never adjusted it for anything. But anyway. I managed to get there, get back. It was fine. I was very thirsty today, though, which, but anyway, uh, yeah, not that exciting. Everything was fine. Uneventful. Again, Christmas, New Year's. It was all, it was all fine. (laughs) Really, nothing to write home about. I thought you were going to say that you were really thirsty because of dry January. Oh, Ah, yeah, I know. That would have been a good transition. A good segue, as they say. Yeah. You guys are. We're doing dry January. Um, although I will confess mine was slightly a damp January because we went to the movies last week and Jay was like, this is neutral waters if you want to get a beer. And I was like, we went to see, we went to see Avatar, which is three hours long. So I wait, I made it an hour and a half in and then, uh, Jay was like, I gotta go to the bathroom, you need anything? And I was like, yes, get me that beer and make it the 24 ounce. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long ass movie. It's so fucking long. But is it good? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I thought it was going to be... There's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of, like, you know, he's like, look how beautiful I can make this scene, and that's why I'm going to include it. This doesn't need to be a three-hour movie. I'm just showing off. It didn't. (laughs) It it really didn't need to be three hours. Um, Well, this was the second time that Jay took the kids to see it. Um, the for Thursday before Christmas, I had to go to work, and they wanted to see it, and they saw it in 3D, and they all loved it. He said the kids mm-hmm. like just were really, really into it. Um, so then he wanted to see it again because he was doing something for Geek Dead Life, like to review it. So he wants to see it again, and um, I was just like, nah, I don't really want to go. And then finally, that's when he was like. 
neutral territory. You can get a beer. And I was like, fine, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Like it it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Is it like a masterpiece of cinema? I don't know. Maybe if you're into that stuff, but um, it wasn't it wasn't as terrible. <laughs> this is a great endorsement. It was fine. It was a good movie. The end. It was just very long. And at one point, I went to the bathroom, and um, I was talking to one of the people that work at the concessions because you know we go to the movies fairly we've been going fairly regularly lately and one point and I was just you know making chit chat and at one point Jay was just like um where are you you're missing the end of the movie and I'm like bish there's still like 50 minutes left of this fucking movie so I like I was like okay so I like ran in thinking oh my god maybe this isn't as long as I thought it was and no there was still like 45 minutes left (laughs) (laughs) but Anyway, that wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It was good. If you, if you're on the fence, it it was good. You'll get your money's worth because it is three hours. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually ended up watching the menu. Oh, did you like it? Was it? Is it scary? It was not scary like I thought it was going to be. Good. Colleen, Colleen had basically said as much, but I couldn't like picture. You can't know anything about it going in. Yeah. That's the thing. So. No, yeah. you would like it, Amanda. I thought out of the we're th- still trying to find time to watch Glass Onion. I feel like I'd oh, Glass Onion is great. Yeah, we watched like that. that's yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. We watched I that with watch my that. sister um, at Christmas time, and then we rewatched Spirited because she wanted to watch it too. Oh, fun. oh yeah, we watched that again with my parents. I was like, I could watch that like forty times and probably <laughs> still really enjoy it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, the menu. I'm glad that you liked it, Shandy. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. Definitely, like you know, raised some interesting questions. It was fun to talk about with uh, Frank, who had, you know has like a decade of experience working in restaurants. But yeah, um, yeah, it was fun. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. And you can't really say anything else until Amanda sees it because you really. I think the I movie only works. Guys. I think it only works or it works best if you go in there not knowing what it's about. Which I yeah I totally get, but I don't I don't know. hold out for me. I feel like life is yeah. is too busy to watch movies you're only like mildly interested in. Totally, I will say though I was like definitely out when I saw the preview. I was like hard. <laughs> yeah, ass. you told me and Judy that you were like mm mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you never know. I mean, also like it's not like my favorite movie I've ever seen. So right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good times. Um, well, whenever you guys watch uh, Glass Onion, let me know. Because I'm down to talk about that. I'll rewatch it again. It It's a really fun movie. Okay. It's a great... Hopefully, unsca- hopefully soon. We're, I'm going to be in Connecticut this weekend. So no, okay. no movie watching will be happening this weekend. But maybe... It's maybe. a good ensemble cast. Yeah. We were going to try and watch it, I think, last weekend. But it, it we've just been too tired since... <laughs> since the two-hour movie seems too long. I understand. We're going to go see that. So the kids are... Uh, in New York until Saturday. And we're going to go see that plane movie, which is one of those horribly, terribly cheesy, campy, like, it's like a plane gets hijacked and, like, goes in the desert and then, like, um, Gerard Butler and uh, somebody else has to, like, go and... I mean, it's going to be terrible. And I'm very excited. Who's who's in it? (laughs) Um, Okay, so it's Gerard Butler... Uh, Mike Coulter. So if you uh, saw 
Luke, what's it called? On uh, Netflix. Um, Jessica Jones and then Luke, uh, Luke Cage. Is that it? Luke Cage? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. in a whole bunch of stuff. So he's in it too. Um, and then a bunch of other people. I'm selling this really well. The description uh, on Google is a pilot saves passengers from a lightning strike by making a risky landing in a war-torn island, only to find that surviving the landing was just the beginning. When dangerous rebels take most of the passengers hostage, the only uh, person the pilot can count on for help is Louis Gasper, who is Mike Coulter's character, an accused murderer being transported by the FBI. <laughs> so I'm all in. <laughs> oh my God, it does. Terrible. It sounds wonderfully awful. It sounds what I mean. It's it's being released on January 13th. It's not going to be a good movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. It sounds like something that maybe came out in the 90s. No, I bring it on. That could have come. Maybe that's when they sold the script and they've been sitting on it. (laughs) Well, I think blockbusters might be making a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, that's what we're gonna see. Um, The idea was either six o'clock or eight forty-five, and I was like, but if we do eight forty-five, I could have another beer because it's still (laughs) it's still no man's land, right? (laughs) It's still neutral territory. Wait, so what's your neutral ter- territory? Just Maybe the movies. Already... Okay. <laughs> just the movies. That's just like okay. Switzerland? Yes. The movies is our Switzerland. <laughs> I'm going to see so many movies this January. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but am I? Um, at least two. <laughs> um, although it is funny. It's not as hard to do it. January is never as difficult as like the random, I guess, weeks during the year, which sounds awful. But... Um, I will say that the amount of chocolate and sugar that I've eaten over the last week has mm. really, like, mm. upticked. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, getting them sugar cravings real bad. Right. Trading, <laughs> trading one vice for another. Yes. Which is weird because, again, I never really – I've always been a salty person, not a sweet person. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Kayla sent those uh, – made us those turtles and sent oh them. Oh, my God. I know. I've been basically eating them by myself. I don't think Daniel's had any. I'm pretty sure I've eaten the entire thing myself. Well, usually yeah, I'm pretty good me. with, like, Not one a day or one every couple of days. I had, like, three the other day, and then I had half of a candy bar. <laughs> mm. And Jay was like, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> I would just really like some vodka right now. <laughs> But the chocolate will do. <laughs> um, anyway, um, before we move on, uh, oh, anybody else watch? Anybody watch any other movies or anything, or TV shows? No movies. <coughs> Started Abbott Elementary, which we, we talked about. Ah, offline. yes. I, I like it. I can see why everyone's it's so into good. it. It's, it's like just a well-made like sitcom. Yes, like it goes down easy, but then it's like there's certain moments you're like, oh, that's that actually is like. A pretty sharp commentary. I hope that it moves the needle along in some way, the way kind of like Modern Family did. Even though Modern yeah. Family was, you know, very white and, you know, had, you know, some of its faults or whatever. But it still, like, kind of normalized the different families for a lot, like, different family archetypes or whatever for a lot of structures. people. Yeah. Structures. Um, in general, like, more mainstream. So I'm kind of hoping that Abbott Elementary School... I don't. I mean, I don't know what it would. Maybe like, um, hi, maybe in the future people will be outraged when the secretary of education is just a rich person that has never done anything in education. I mean, 
<laughs> That's just the That'd start. be nice. But yeah, we caught up on it last night. I mean, since they've been back, it's so good. I can't wait to listen to your Abbott oh. journey. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Well, I haven't like started five or six episodes in, but okay. it's and it's easy too because it's like you forget like yeah. something that's just like a half uh, hour show. It's yes. just like nice. you just kind of yeah. breeze through them. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. And do you recognize the character that plays uh, Melissa, the tough, the tough Italian teacher? No, should I? She is from the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap. I don't think I ever saw the Lindsay wow. Lohan. Parent oh! <laughs> but the other guy is the kid uh, from Everyone Hates Chris, all grown yes. up. Yes. So like that's very confusing. And he's like, he's, like super tall and he's like, super tall. Grown up now. Like, <laughs> you know, like they took a normal voice and just like slowed it down so it's like very deep, and you're like, what is happening? It turns out he's just a grown up now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, ghosts. We caught up on ghosts last night too. And the chick who plays, um, what's her name, the teenage mom in um, Superstore, was uh, a guest star in it. Oh, she's awesome. She oh, is. Yeah. Yes, Cheyenne. His name is. I couldn't tell you who, who the actor. Or it's or like Nicole Sakor or something like that. But yeah, she she guest starred in it too. So it was really fun. Nice. Um, nice. So I won't really talk about it here because I did write a blog post on it and I'm my goal this year is to do two blog posts per week now one of them might just be promoting the broadcast I reserve the right to cheat on my goal but (laughs) at least one thing of original content each week but we watched that kaleidoscope show oh how was that well I watched it when I the night that I like when I texted you guys about it I watched it because I was like oh maybe we could watch it and like talk about it on like one of the like you know centric shows mm-hmm. we're, we're not gonna do that <laughs> okay I mean maybe if you guys want to I would watch it in so the, no, the premise of the show is you can watch it in any order uh-huh. and they will give you a different viewing experience so you can well, watch it in chronological ordinance order yeah it's like a kaleidoscope so each one is it like reminds you there's a book like that that I own Choose your own adventures? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's true. No, there's a there's a book like that um, by a, like a Latin American author. Oh, I own a copy, and I've and I've meant to read it for like 20 years, and never have. Um, but it's that same thing where you can like do like different orders. Anyway, somebody will know what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Quite no, no, no. That's that's the premise. Like, there's different. There's there's different like Netflix uh, suggests a bunch of different orders. Um, I'll leave it at that. Hmm. It's if it was like if it was like super amazing, you know, like I would say drop what you're doing, ladies. Watch this show. Let's talk about it in two weeks. Um, but I don't want to say anything else other than <laughs> I'm not going to make you guys those, do like- that. You applaud the big swing, but maybe they didn't like. Right, right, right. It's it's connect the, with the ball as much as they could. It's have. the writing and the story, and the well, fact shit. that fine. Here we go, and the fact that we watched it chronologically. So maybe that was our downfall. Maybe we should have skipped time. Like the the you're supposed to start with the episode black, and it's like a two minute explainer of the, the premise or whatever. And mm-hmm. then Netflix recommends finishing with the episode called White. And White is the actual heist. It's a heist TV show. Um, White is the heist. Um, And then you've got two episodes after. And I think that if we had watched White last, perhaps some of the stuff, if we had already seen and knew the futures of the characters, like, 
maybe it would have been more interesting to find out how they ended up where they ended up instead of like watching the heist episode and then seeing where they ended up. The fallout, yeah. Mm. Um, because, I, I don't know, I'm curious to see if you guys ever watch it. And I don't think I'm being super spoilerly other than kind of being a bummer on it. But like... Well, no, I'm, I'm interested in the concept. The concept is cool. That's why I wanted to watch it. And we couldn't yeah. figure it out. So we were like, you know, we'll just go in order. You know, in chronological order. But, like, the characters, it starts out as a fun ensemble heist show. And then, like, by the end, the tone is very different. And they all have really shitty endings. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, this Most isn't the fun that. show that it was up until, like, you know, the episode where the heist was. And the heist itself was kind of lame, too. Like, oh, I good. wanted Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it wasn't Ocean's Eleven. Like, I, I knew that I knew that there had to have been, like, it wasn't going to go right. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know. I did. I just... I didn't hate it. I don't. I don't recommend you don't watch it if uh, out there if you're interested. I just. I don't recommend watching it in chronological order. Is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Go to my blog. I list all the ones that Netflix say and then some because I googled a whole bunch. Anyway, um, <laughs> good times. Um, and then well, we started to watch the National Treasure TV show on Disney Plus. Um, it's so ridiculous, guys. There's a scene where they break into Graceland and. Uh, find a secret treasure map message on an Elvis gold, gold record, and it's fucking amazing. And Jay was like, at that point, he's like, I'm out. You're going to watch this show on your own. Like, I watched that stupid kaleidoscope show. I can't watch this, too. <laughs> so, I'll, you know, I'm in the middle of that. But Nice. That's, yeah. Well, I finished, I finished Wednesday, and I can't remember if that was before. Before we recorded our last it was not after but okay yeah well, that was I think really we fun. talked about that over text yeah yes, like, you okay. liked it i yeah i really liked it i'm excited for season two yeah oh my god i'm so excited i yeah. i think i would i'm gonna watch that over the the menu i think yeah yeah i think that's a good decision yeah more my speed yeah, yeah. No, it was really fun i liked it and then we like went down this whole royal rabbit hole where I had already finished The Crown, like I was current, but yeah. Frank, had, Frank had seen the first like two seasons like a while ago and then it had just like stopped. So he went back and he started rewatching and I was kind of like sitting in for like some of them, not yeah. all of them, and then more and more of them and then mm-hmm. like kind of all the season five I like rewatched with him and, and then we watched the Netflix special, the mini Harry documentary. And- oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Harry dear. and Megan. <laughs> oh, dear. He really did. Just yes. And first. then Colleen texted about the book that's coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, have it. My mobile pickup order from Target has been ready. I just haven't gotten over there yet. So, oh, wow. Oh, man. I'm going to pick it up I tomorrow. I, I think I have stopped carrying, like, three I Oprah did, specials well, ago. Like, I just, I, I don't care anymore. They only I, did I one Oprah special. It feels like 20. Like, I just, I can't anymore with them. There was, there was an article that I read about. You're breaking I, my heart. I, I it, <laughs> it's too much. I, but, I don't care. Of all the royals, they're the ones that are the least garbage. Yes. Mm. I would say. I mean, I don't mean to, like, make that sound like a personal attack. I don't know any of the personal. I just, like, I really don't like the monarchy as a institution um and sort of what it stands for and what it's done over history but anyway so 
but then I read I read it I did read an article uh about like Americans obsession with uh Harry and Megan and why we like them uh and somebody pointed out that it's true they talk about in the Netflix documentary that they're doing that because you know nobody's asked them their side of the story they haven't really been able to say it and then the person who wrote the article was like yeah except for Oprah and you know, <laughs> right? Blah blah blah. Listen to a couple others, but yeah. So maybe it's. I mean, you know, any one percenter is not going to be without their cringe. You know, eye rolls. But they've only done the Oprah thing. Now they have the press rollout. I'm just saying. Oh, and they've done right. the series, and they're doing the book, and it's no, it's like, his it's like book. She has that, nothing like, not to do with the book. Hard, and they're like, well, we could just keep selling our story, and that's how we'll. He's trying to set the records. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's trying to set the record straight because for his entire life, his brother and his father threw him under the bus because he was the spare and he had to protect the institution of the monarchy. And like stories would be would come out would they would the, the press would go to like Kensington Palace or Buckingham Palace or Clarence House. I'm sorry. Kensington uh, or Clarence House. I mean, like, right, I right, have this bad story about so and so. And they would be like. Okay, here's a story about Harry doing drugs. And they would, like, deliberately push out negative stuff about him. And his yeah, whole thing was, his whole up. thing is, like, uh, when they say never complain, never explain, they actually truly mean on the record. Every single story that comes out that says palace sources comes directly from my father or my brother or Camilla or for somebody else. So, like, whenever you see that, like, he's like, what I'm doing right now is what they did to me, except I'm not hiding behind the copy. Uh, you know, I'm not hiding behind the word source. I'm actually being, like, putting it out there with my name. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm going to read no, it. No, no, no. And oh, I'm to, very oh, excited. I'm to, I, Fine, like, but, like, I just don't care. Like, I don't. Like, well, then so I won't talk about it. That we should be focusing on. And it's just like, I just don't care. I don't care what, uh, you know, that I, poor white, I rich not... royal white boy had a hard life. Like, I don't care. He's not even saying not, that he had a hard you. life. He's not, but it's not even complaining. Like, isn't he a little bit? Like, did he... Not really. You know, he's like, oh, my brother made me wear that swastika costume. Like, hmm... Like, but he's well, not. Like, but you see, you're falling. That. You're falling for the the twist that takes his words out of context that the media puts out there about him. Like that story that the way that they portrayed how he was talking about Afghanistan and the amount of people he killed. Like they took the entire. They took one quote. They took the whole thing out of context. Made it sound see, like, like he was I don't bragging even know about what you're it. Talking about like that's how little I care. Like I literally fine. Like, I then the we saying, we like, will move on. And when I read the book, I just won't talk about it on here. Yeah, just... <laughs> but I'm still gonna read it. Well, That's I did fine. reserve Enjoy. my copy uh, at the library so <laughs> whenever that comes in, <laughs> maybe next year. Um, I and Amanda, I totally like am with you. Like, I don't usually care, but you know, rewatching The Crown, it's it's I don't know what it is because, again, like I said, I hate the institution of the monarchy. I think is, is they should get rid of it, give everything back to where it came from. Uh, use that money for actual good in the society. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it's terrible. I think what has happened to like both kids having to grow up like that. I think that's awful. I wouldn't trade places with them for anything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like ha- having people take your fucking pictures all the time at- since like you were a baby. It like the whole thing is a is a huge mess. So I don't I don't think that they have like a great life, even though they are you know, the one percenters. It's like, there's always this like giant caveat, but, um, somebody said, um, that 
the key to abolishing the monarchy is to give the monarchs a normal life. And I feel like that actually mm-hmm. is kind of true. Like the second they get a taste of like freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's an odd concept to be like, they are actually not free. No. Um, but yeah, so I don't like, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to trade plays with them. I don't usually care about what's going on with them, but uh, the rabbit hole, it just, it happened. Yeah. And but it's, but it's because it's interesting to, like, I just watched The Crown. So like, I sort of had enough. And yeah. I think the nice mm-hmm. thing about The Crown is that mm-hmm. like, it is a fictionalized mm-hmm. interpretation of actual people's lives so i think you can like remove yourself enough and just lean into like the story and the entertainment side of it Mm -hmm. so i'm like i don't need to like yeah deal with the nonsense of the actuals like i can just uh, the crown is enough like i I, enjoy that and i don't need to worry about the actuals like i'd even just like watching (laughs) but watching the crown like and and i'm you know like aware that it's a fictionalized version of these people's lives but i definitely watch the crown with like wikipedia in the other hand yeah that's true um, there like there are some things that like i do like how it's kind of illuminating of like just like british history like things that like totally we have ever learned about certain things that like we weren't alive for that didn't directly affect america like why would right. we learn about yeah i know like, oh, we only oh, learned about america and not even well yeah so apparently uh, uh queen elizabeth watched it Prince Philip did not. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I forget yeah, I've heard that. where yeah. I read it, but she used to have like a private screening of it each week oh. or whatever. Like, I wonder if she did she think it. it was good? I mean, like, I mean, she kept watching it, so she must right. have liked it. She just didn't have like some semblance of a sense of humor. So, like, yeah. Do so. There were in the in the Netflix special of Harry and Meghan. I keep wanting to say like when Harry met Sally, but Harry and Meghan, they showed some clips like real clips of his grandmother giving certain speeches that were shown in the crown. Yeah. And it was just astonishing the job that those actresses did. Cause it's oh, yeah. like just some of the best actresses. Of the damn. Yeah. It is like, so they just got everything right. The yeah. Timing and the inflection. And, like, wow. It was pretty wild to see that like yeah i'm gonna watch the crown i keep saying it but you know i've got a lot of shitty tv to finish first (laughs) (laughs) but it's also just like it's a beautifully shot yes show like it's just really beautiful to just kind Mm -hmm. of dive into and just like yeah like really luxurious robust filmmaking and yeah, like ah, oh, this is expensive, and it feels. Like <laughs> <expensive> <laughs> <to make. laughs> they put the that golden filter on. Are like way up there. Yeah, yeah. Shani, I think goes going back to what you were saying about like the rabbit hole. Because then you just watched The Crown, and then watched Harry and Meghan, and kind of. I mean, it's just human nature to want to know what goes on behind the scenes when you just yeah. watch something that's you know you know what I mean. So like, yeah. like I totally get that. Yeah. 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 And I do think it's fascinating to reveal how, like, the how the sausage how the sausage gets made. And again, like, it's not that like it's not that we need to like feel sorry for them or anything. Right. Um, And they are certainly like self exploiting their lives. I mean, because what do you do when you don't have like an actual job, right? Right. Or or trained to do anything. (laughs) But they have. But well, Megan doesn't have a job, but Harry does. He puts together like the Invictus Games and like they have charitable foundations that they actually work at. 
But anyway, yeah, okay, yes, but without have, a nine to five, they don't have a job. Yeah. They don't have a job. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I would imagine it would pursuits. work very poorly if they were paying themselves through those charitable organizations. No, but and even no, but even if they are, it's like you decide what you want to do when you want to work, how much you want. You know, like that's yeah. that's not the same as having a job. Where like, yeah, do you know? How oh, how- I'm sorry, I can't make it to your thing because I have to work. And I can't right leave. when you decide your you own know? PTO, oh. <laughs> it's not yeah. a real job. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, um, no, but like, I'm not saying that we need to, you know, right, feel, right, like feel like, you know, terrible for them or anything. But I do think that they have their own version of a shitty life. And I think when you look at their family, it's just like, man, that fucking sucks. Like, can you imagine even just like the media around uh, Princess Diana and then having to like live through that so publicly and then things that, you know, Like, so Harry's going to come out with his version of the story. We have, like, other media versions of, like, some of the inner dynamics with Mm -hmm. his dad and brother. And the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. But anyway, you slice it, it's pretty ugly. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I do not envy him those relationships that just... Yeah, and Harry strikes me as somebody that's, like, an empath, which is not a good fit for... Being no. in an institution no. where you're supposed to not feel anything for anybody, including your spouse and kids and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we will put a pin in this. And then <laughs> I don't know if we're going to talk about it again. But I'm going to read Spare. And Shandy, if, if, if you read Spare, maybe we can do a bonus Once show where we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so this time next year. <laughs> After we start talking about how January is half over next year. Yeah. (laughs) My goal is just to finish it by the time I get back from Germany. So speaking of, um, let me go through our upcoming schedule real quick. So next week on uh, January 17th, we're going to be live for the Hangout Level Patrons. Um, On Saturday, January 21st, we're going to be recording with the Real Weird Sisters. So that's exciting. Yay. Yay. And that episode will actually air um, on February 1, 2, 3. On February 3rd. Had to count. Um, that episode will come out on February 3rd because I will be in Germany that week. So we will not have a new episode on the 31st. And then um, on the 24th, I, oh, we'll do our thing. I have a to be determined because I don't know if we were going to decide to watch something or read something or just have a free-for-all or, or whatever. Um but anyway, yeah, and then we'll be off for a bit while I'm in Germany. And I'm very excited to pick um, Alice's brain about Germany things. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. they were like, how yeah, about, Martha. you know, and oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. Um, but when they were like, we could do it in February, I was like, no, I really want to ask you about Germany things. <laughs> we got to do it before I leave. <laughs> Please. So please send in your feedback, though, for the Real Weird Sisters crossover. Very excited to do it again. Um, what is this, our fifth annual one? Oh, my God. Dang. Wow. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, send us some feedback that, uh, for that, though. Um, you know, those shows, do they really work great when we have feedback. So, yes. Indeed. Yes. Um, all right. So I have a succession of really quick things for for our middle section of the show uh this first thing is something that uh jay sent me he was cracking up hysterically about something in bed the other night and i was trying to go to sleep um because you know i had to get on an airplane 
in the morning. And uh, he was like, I'll send it to you for the broadcast. And I was like, can you send it to the email? And he was like, too late. I already texted it. So <laughs> let me just... Here you go. All right. Well, actually... Oop. Do you feel the need to correct women who know more about something than you? Do you tag Hank Green in videos where a woman is talking about something she literally has a doctorate in? You're not alone. Countless men suffer from correctile dysfunction every single day. That's why we at Women Are Also People have invented a new treatment called Could You Fucking Not? From the makers of Mind Your Business, Could You Fucking Not is the most effective treatment for correctile dysfunction. When taking Could You Fucking Not, avoid correcting people who are experts in something you know nothing about. Side effects of Could You Fucking Not include not ruining someone's day, women having uninterrupted time to share their expertise, and literally the absolute bare minimum it takes to be a decent person. You don't need to talk to a doctor about Could You Fucking Not. If this video made you feel attacked, Could You Fucking Not is for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Very good. Super funny, right? <laughs> yes. And I'll uh, I'll pull the audio and put the clean audio in, in not the interrupted one. <laughs> anyway, he was right. That is very funny. <laughs> Indeed, that's very funny. Um, the next thing, uh, real quick, was uh, I don't know if anybody saw, but um, uh, the newest uh, Fox News outrage. Lesbian M&M's is the newest outrage. So the uh, green M&M is no longer a, a skanky old whore. She is now a lesbian. <laughs> oh. So essentially M&M has released its first all... And this is from uh, Matt, X, uh, Matt XIV, which I think is supposed to be Matt 14 is always how I've read it, but now I'm... Yeah. But, but this is everywhere on the internet, like I said. But the, the summary I'm reading is from this Instagram account. Uh, M&M's have, re have released its first all-female character packaging, uh, Feminems, if you will. Uh, <laughs> the bags are a part of the campaign by the brand, which is donating the sales to organizations elevating women. Um, so basically, we've got brown, green, and purple M&M's, I believe, are the colors. Uh, Tucker Carlson has called, for the, has called the purple M&M obese which i don't get lovely the it's the picture of no the picture of the purple m&m is just clearly a peanut m&m okay so and how is it obese again it's a candy i don't i don't know right exactly <laughs> and another fox news panelist called the green m&m an opportunistic little bitch again it's a candy wow uh yeah so big news in conservative land Big news. Mm -hmm. There's so many more important things, guys, than yes. what candies. The cartoon iteration of a candy. Like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> yeah. The personification of something you actually eat. Yes. Yeah, I just, I can't. I can't. But, you know, she got her boots back, so. Oh, that's good. They were cute. They yeah. Were cute boots. Yeah. <laughs> Real cute. They were. Um, and then it's, it quotes a tweet from Matt Gertz, who is the Media Matters guy. Um, and he said, first they changed the M&Ms to make them not hot enough to have sex with. And now they changed the M&Ms to make them not want to have sex with men at all. What is this world coming to? Again, they're candy. They are candy. We are losing sight of uh, reality here. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so M&M went woke again. <laughs> 
Oh dear, what is this world coming to? What is this world coming to? First they come for our M and M's. Right. The culture is really turning against Republicans. Mm. Even down to M and M's. Even down yeah. to M and M's. Yeah. I mean, they uh, really are the victims they proclaim to be. They, you know, you know, they couldn't get Christmas, so they came for candy. <laughs> Literally came for candy, and now they're upset that that candy doesn't come for them. <laughs> but <I'm> t- <laughs> oh, no. Episode title came for candy, starting oh, 2020. No. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> oh, my brain is broken. Oh, you know, I'm really excited though about this because. Uh, green and purple and brown. Purple and green are mine and Jay's favorite colors, and our wedding quilt is purple and green. So really, I feel <laughs> I feel like we're all we're being we're being spoken to, we're being seen and heard. And <laughs> anyway, ah, good times. And then, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, purple is also my favorite color. So I am personally very excited to eat a shitload of purple M and M's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never get represented. Um, and now let me, I think this this next one will only work if I share it with you. Hold on, let me send it te- via text. Is that okay? Or would you prefer Messenger? Text is fine. fine. Okay. I got my phone right here. So there was a uh, one of those tweet questions that went around last week at some point. And it was, uh, without saying your age, say something a young person today wouldn't understand. And there were some great answers, uh, not particularly the one that the that I was quoted tweeted. Tw- <laughs> that is quoted in the tweet I sent you. But there were some really great ones, and you know, one of them was like, um, "Can you burn that on a CD for me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I bought a house. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Then, uh, national- that one hits home pretty hard. I yeah. know. Oh, that one hits home pretty hard. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that just means you're young. <laughs> Does it though? It's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> I somehow don't believe you. Perspective. <laughs> um. Uh- <laughs> I do like the get off the internet. I need to use the phone. Yeah, that's good. With uh, five siblings, I I feel that. Yep. Um, I, do you remember? Did you ever do this? The collect call from "I'm done here, mom. Come pick me up." Did you ever do that? No. no. Wow. I usually just borrowed someone else's phone or. I knew. I knew. Quarters or change or whatever. Oh, when we got into JFK yesterday, they have in the small little Delta terminal part where we were, there was a one at the end of the earth. Yeah. No, we weren't at the end of the earth. You weren't at the end of the earth? I thought we were going to be. Literally like three miles from security. Yeah. I think that's, is that American though? Not Delta? Or is that Delta? No, that's Delta. That is Delta. Usually when I fly down to Raleigh, I'm at the end of the earth. Oh God, that is. a 15 minute walk from security. You know, I'd rather do the walk going to the terminal, coming back when you're like, I just want to go home is the worst. That's fair. But still, There's like four people movers to get you there. It's that yes. far away. Oh my God! Yes, it's oh so far. 
I know. 15 um, minutes is like the actual, it's like the actual walking time. Like it, I'm not like yeah, being no, robotic. Like it is actually 15 minutes from security. Yeah, Shani, it's this, because JFK is so sprawling because they just, you know, kept adding to the airport and it makes no sense. But like yeah, they had this new terminal from, oh God, it's got to be like seven or eight years at this point, maybe even longer. Oh yeah, um, forever. But, like, when you get in, you have to – it's, like, literally you're, like, walking a full mile to get to your gate. It is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so far. It's two miles. It's, like – it's literally, like – yeah. It's, yeah. It's over a mile to get from security all the way to, like, to the, the last gate the there. Like, where those – yeah, that little extension. You're, like, climb yeah. down a ladder and, like, keep yeah. walking. Yeah. It stops being all pretty. Like, it's just – it's so freaking far that it's, like, time forgot about that part of the terminal. <laughs> it's – Yeah. Um, but where we were, we were right – so where we came out, we were right by the door to get down to baggage claim. But we had no idea because it was, like, kind of shut behind glass. And we thought that it was just, like, an emergency exit. So we, like, were wandering around. We were like, where are we? I know where you are. Yeah. Um, before somebody – Zachary actually asked. He was like, where is the exit? And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> But um no, there was a row of payphones there outside the bathrooms, like uh. old fashioned payphone, like old fashioned, like payphones. <laughs> <laughs> there was a crank and everything. Which actually, one of the episodes of Kaleidoscope takes place twenty four years in the past, mm-hmm. and you know Jay and I were like, man, like they're not very time whatever, like they've got a you know, a pretty a pretty recent alarm system and, like, their phone is blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, oh, fuck. 24 years ago was, like, 1999. <laughs> yeah, it was. So. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, wow, okay. We're here. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. Um, be we're kind. We're no part of the youth yes. generation. No. Yes. Which is also wild, but I guess yeah, aging uh, out. Aging out. Uh, although I saw something um, also recently that millennials are the first generation to turn more left as they get older because Gen X is starting to go right. I had yeah. not. That's a nice thing to hear. I More know. Great. That's yeah. what. And somebody compared us to was it the Silent Generation where the main difference is like they both got screwed by like greed. Mm. And yeah, I'm, I'm really curious that. the you know, what history will think about millennials. I feel like we will get a much, uh, I hope we do a better rap than we're currently getting. Cause yeah, I we, think, I think, you know, it's funny. Cause like, I think like society has started already shifting to hating on the generation after us, which they, is wild to see because it, yeah. then it's like, Oh, we really have aged out. Cause it's really, it's not that it's not that we're doing anything in particular. It's just, they always shit on the youngest generation, which I vow not to do. Yeah. Yep. Same. Cause it's stupid. Yeah. It is stupid. Yeah. We gotta lift each other up. Gen Z is, they're like really awesome at like taking pictures and TikTok. <laughs> like that's no, that's no small feat. Most, you yeah. know, Generations over us. They can't really take pictures. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as for TikTok, I, like, refuse to learn any new uh, so, apps. So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting no very, I'm getting very I'm close. I, I'm getting worn down. I think it. I'm, like, I'm a couple months away from TikTok, I think. I am. Um, so, yeah. I. So, yeah. like. It, that's where everything is moving. And, like. Yeah. I feel like it's the new. 
It is the new it it's thing. It's the new frontier. So I feel like, you know, the uh-huh. media landscape, everyone yeah. is trying to figure out how to like maximize their impact on TikTok because that's like yeah. where pe- where the youth is. Uh-huh. But it's also like there are pockets of it that it, 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 it just sounds like it could be more entertaining. There's like life hack videos and like yes. cooking videos. And there's just like things. Yeah. You can really kind of choose your own adventure. Viewers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I hear too. Videos. Um, but my Less problem, phone. my yeah. problem is I can't really watch like a lot of videos. Like um, I, you know, I, I, you know, I got sit in an open space. It's not like I can just play things on my phone during the day. Like, cause like Jay or Kulki or Michael will send me like TikToks or, or, um, even Jack will send like TikToks or my <laughs> uncle will send TikToks. Like my, the six year olds in my life will be like, listen, look at this TikTok. And I'm just like, I don't get it. But some, I thought I had an account. I swear I had an account. And somebody sent me something over Christmas break and I went in and it was like trying to make me log in. And I was like, I swear to God, I had one, but then I couldn't remember. So somehow I managed, I had to create a new account. So now I've got two. I feel like when my dad created four accounts on Instagram because he couldn't remember his password each time. <laughs> He has four Instagram accounts. Can't you just go to forgot my password? You would think. You would think. But truly, and each one is the same face, but the numbers are just slightly different. Oh, no. Oh, no. And do you get friend requests from all four? Because that is one thing I would say. I refuse to be friends with multiple accounts of the same person on Facebook. No. I got a. I yeah, was a little uh, like, why? Why are we doing this? I'm only friends. You really with the, need your like business Facebook and your personal Facebook. No. I'm only no. friends with the OG one and the one that he landed on now. But when I tag him in things, I tag the OG one because I'm like, at some point, you're gonna get back to this. I know it's been like three years, but we we've got to we got to do something yeah. here. I believe. Oh, in I love that. Anyway, but now that's me and TikTok, and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. but now somehow they've got my email, so maybe I didn't sign up last time through my email, and I keep getting like you know TikTok summaries, like I get the Reddit, like you know here's what your subreddits are interested in, like I get those digests every day, but I like looking through those. Anyway, now I get it from TikTok but I'm still confused, so I just started deleting them. And Yeah, I'm with you, man. I need a couple more months. Um, and, I'm just uh, like, I'm going to be the grumpy old lady on, on my front porch being like, nope. That's fine. That's how I feel about Twitter. I will just Twitter. not be with the times. That's how yeah. I feel about Twitter. I'm yeah. like, uh, that one's not for me. I don't need it. Fair enough. Um, okay, real but quick. I'm, this is a blanket oh. statement for all social media apps oh. going forward. Okay. That's I'm fine. Done. All right, yeah, that's fine. You can be done. That's how I thought I was too, but I think because it's like I'm just kind of immersed in it. Yeah, like all day, like for you know, yeah. professionally, that it's just like yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I guess I can see it's not like the devil incarnate. I guess like fine. I guess there's some <laughs> redeeming qualities. I guess maybe that seems like it could maybe be fun. Okay, fine. It's, I'm like, and I will say like I I've seen some videos because also like my cousin will send me some video, and that's fine. Like I'm good with that level of interaction with TikTok. If she sees a funny video and she wants to send it to me, cool. Like I'll I'll watch it on not TikTok. Um, and sometimes you see them like on you know Facebook or you know or Instagram or yeah, Instagram feel, like sort of cross pollination. Yeah, and I just have to say the thing that stresses me out about them is I'm just like holy fuck, how long did it take to make that tiny little video? Yeah. That feels yep. very stressful to me. 
And again, I just, but they're so good at less it. Time, less time. They're so good at it. Gen Z is so like automations to like make good things like much faster. I mean, yeah. your phone makes you like eight videos a day, you know? That's very true. If you get the right <laughs> I, app. I don't can... even need social media anymore. I just look at the fun videos that my phone makes for me. Yeah, but yeah. you have to like take the before picture and then you have to snap and take the after picture where everything's changed. And I'm so fucking sick of seeing that all the time also. Which yeah, is just like, like it was cute trend. at first, but like, it. oh my God. Okay. Anyway. Um, I feel like we're working. I will get, I'll move off my lawn. We're working through something in. here. But Chandy, <laughs> congratulations, because you're the least likely to have your phone, like, tapped into by China. So congrats. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Real quick, a couple of others that I liked here was the be kind, please rewind. When you borrowed, oh, yeah, uh, rented uh, VHSs, uh, this one is just democracy. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh walkman although didn't we just talk about recently no amanda you still have your discman is that no no i don't anymore okay it's with my ipod oh that's maybe that's what we're talking about it's like starting to separate so like i'm pretty sure it probably doesn't work anymore mm. but like i still have it yeah i still have my nano which is the one that i had for several probably five six seven years after my classic broke that's true. I probably have a nano hiding around here somewhere. Yeah, I got the purple one, so you know, green, just like the M M&M. and M. Ah, green. See, it all comes <laughs> yeah. back. Well, it was like it. Yeah, it was like a, yeah. a gift. Like I didn't buy it for myself. It yeah. just came to my position. Yeah, not silver and gold, purple and green, purple <laughs> and green. Anyway, all right. Uh, printing out driving directions. I yeah, that was that. real. That was real. Oh, yeah. I remember memorizing the radio station. Yeah. How did we get places? Good Lord. Yeah. The dial tone. I still get the dial tone at work. Cordless phone. Um, waiting for your co- for my college to add Facebook. Oh, yeah. No, waiting for Facebook to add my college. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's exactly our age. Yellow pages. I remember the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, party lines, and I'm not talking about politics. <laughs> Can you rewind this cassette with that pencil? <laughs> <laughs> Going to school without metal detectors or fear of gun violence. Oh. Uh, Animaniacs. I forgot about Animaniacs. Animaniacs. <laughs> oh, the 56K dial-up modem sound. Was that the one that was like... <laughs> oh, I'll give any Gen Z money if they know how to burn music onto this thing and it's a picture of a, a CD. CD. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, good times. You know, not to again bring it back full circle, but I remember the brown M&M when it was a part of the package. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Remember they, we voted and they replaced, the blue M&M replaced it? Or was it the tan M&M, the beige one it or whatever? It was tan. Tan, yeah, that's it. Was it. Tan. Yeah. There was we, like a dark brown and a tan at some point. Yeah. The dark brown is still there, but the tan one and the, yeah, the blue one replaced it. I think we were in third grade and I remember our class voted. It was like, um, you can vote for the, like, because that was a year of the Clinton presidency, like the election. The yeah. 92 election, mm, we were in third yeah. grade. It was like blue, purple, and pink. I think yeah. colors you could vote. I yeah. definitely voted, because I remember voting for purple. Yeah, mm. I probably did too. But yeah, good times. 
Anyway, all right. Let's, uh, anybody else see anything? Otherwise, let's take a quick break um, and we'll come back. And we've got a couple things of feedback and we'll uh, wrap it up. Sounds good. All right. All right, we are back and ready to get into some feedback. The first bit of feedback we have is from Greg. And Greg says, okay, I finally watched Spirited. I like the concept of the stories and characters, but there were way too many songs, particularly in the first 30 minutes. If I, yeah, disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> it finally settles down after that, and there aren't nearly and they aren't nearly as frequent and are able to feel more significant as it's not a never-ending barrage of songs. Again, what is wrong with that? Um, <laughs> That's what I liked about it. <laughs> they can emphasize moments rather than just uh, being yet another song. Sometimes less. Sometimes less is more. Not I take it, Greg. <laughs> Greg has never met our good friend Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, by our good friend, they mean. Ugh. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, in general, I think the vast majority of, bo- of movies should not be over two hours. Yeah, see, that plane movie we're seeing tomorrow or at some point this week today when I realized this uh, is only an hour and 47 minutes. I was sold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ridiculous plot sold me, but that like extra sold me. <laughs> uh, comedies should be as close to 90 minutes as possible. There are always worthy exceptions to these thoughts, but generally speaking, I think this would uh, make... Many movies far stronger. Spirited Spirited is a good example of it. Uh, what's wild is that they did cut a song, but slapped it over the end credits, thus act- not actually cutting it. But if it's over the end credits, it's technically not taking up any time. Yeah, it doesn't fact that doesn't factor into the runtime. Um, but it's also one of my favorite songs in the whole uh, <laughs> the whole thing. So get on out of here, Greg, with that critique. <laughs> Remind I was me. Just humming it to myself earlier this evening while I was making sure. That's the um the make a change one, right? The ripple one. The ripple. They, ripple, ripple, the cool, ripple, like, ripple. Choreography. Okay. Ripple, 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 turn into a wave. I love that song too. We listened to the soundtrack when we were driving back from New York. It's also, a soundtrack, right? It's yeah. A cast recording. It's very enjoyable. Funny story. So. Um, everybody knows, I mean, this, I've said this before, and I think you guys are the same, like, when you have to get up super early, you know, how you're afraid you're gonna miss your alarm, so you, like, just don't sleep, you, like, you know, just the anxiety of, like, making sure you wake up every, like, like hour hour before. Yeah. 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 So, that happened to me the night before we left to New York, and I was exhausted. I was, like, wrecked for two days. I was so tired. So... The night before we left, we were leaving at four o'clock in the morning. On there was a night that we watched uh, *Spirited* with my sister, and I took a gummy <laughs> at eight o'clock, thinking, you know, usually it takes like three hours, right? Two hours. I thought, like, I took it after the movie started, and I thought that it was going to be fine, but I guess I didn't eat a lot or something. I don't know, but it like kicked in like an hour later. And Jay was like, yeah, you had trouble finishing a thought a couple of times, but I think she thought you were just drunk. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell her that I took the gummy so I could fall asleep? Like, I'd rather her know that than think I was, like, getting shit-faced watching Spirited, which I wasn't. <laughs> so anyway, good times. I'm so embarrassed now I've been talking about it. Because we had all poured, uh, you know, just little, little like, nightcaps. They weren't very big or whatever. It was, you know, 
sit there and watch it. Right. And I had spilled mine. So I had poured a little more before before it uh, took in because I put it on the floor because I was sitting on the floor. Mm. And I think Mm -hmm. the cushion or the pillow or something like had knocked into it. And it it is always dangerous. Right. It spilled not a whole lot, but a little bit. So like I went and I poured a little more and I don't think she realized it spilled. And she thought that I just like had multiple drinks very close together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, an hour later, I was like not making sense. So anyway, yeah, good times. Um, I never clarified that with her. I was like, Jay, why didn't you just tell her? He was like, I don't know, because I wasn't sure. And it was <laughs> the thing is, she made a comment, and I remember that she made a comment about how uh, the carpet smelled. And I was from my spilt drink. And I was like, oh, man. So she thinks I'm sloppy. She thinks I spilt this drink. <laughs> she thinks this. And, like, the whole thing is, like, really, it's just a gummy. <laughs> yep, just took a sleep aid. Oh, man. Illegal um, sleep aid. Right? I just wanted to make sure that I was asleep by 10, 10, 30, instead of falling asleep at 3 to wake up at 4 to leave. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, but spirited, yeah, super, super disagree, Greg, about the songs. I think there could have been more songs. They could have done like, <laughs> they could have retrieved every song and I would have been okay with it. <laughs> All right, there we go. But you know, it's also, you know, if you're not in like used to the musical format, like everybody gets a song in the beginning to introduce their characters. That's just kind of like a trope of the genre. Um, the next bit of feedback we have is actually from Kate. Kate writes in via Insta, hey broads. Just wanted to say happy holidays to you all, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. We got absolutely buried with snow here and have been literally stuck at home since Friday morning. Still stuck until the plows can get to us, but hey, worse things can happen. Also, I wanted to share my news with you since I previously shared my IVF journey. Baby boy is due April 2nd of this year. We literally cannot agree on a name for Shamandaline's brother. So <laughs> if you want to come up with another perfect name like Shamandaline for a boy, I'm all ears. Here's to raising a little feminist coming in the new year. Aww. Thanks for all you do. And I'll share pictures when he's here. Oh, congratulations. Oh gosh, yeah. April is a great month to be born. <laughs> yes, it is. Indeed. Oh. Amanda oh, that's would know. Congrats. Uh, may I propose just the classic Shamandolino? No. Oh. <laughs> or what was the, uh, what was it? It was Colin. What, oh, what uh, was oh, shoot. Was it Aaron, Sean, and Colin? No, that wasn't it. Mm. Yeah. But Colin is a great name. But I like where you're going with Colin. Colin. Yeah. yeah. Um, Deep, deep cut, deep cut. Deep if anyone cut. remembers oh, yeah. that, that. Armando. It's Armando, Sean, Armando. and Colleen. Colin. Yeah. <laughs> I think that those that's a great sounds very royal when you put all them put it all together. See, there you go. We found something that we care about with the royals. The fact that they all have twelve names. <laughs> they have cool names. I was like, do they have a last name? Like I'm legitimately confused about that. It's Mont Montbatten Windsor. Yeah, it's Montbatten Wins- Windsor. Yeah. Because the queen's last name was Windsor and Prince Philip was Montbatten, was Montbatten, so it's Mountbatten. Mountbatten. Mount, Mountbatten. At least that's how they say it in the Crown. It's how do they, we've watched the Crown. We I've watched the Crown, things. so I'm, therefore yes. I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm a scholar. Yes, and they're also they're also all German, which is even funnier. Right. <laughs> yes, which is hilarious, and the you know the British monarchy goes back to 
William the Conqueror who yep. conquered from France. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. Yeah. But hey. That's why our 23 of me's are all messed up. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> everybody was conquering and fucking everybody else. Um, anyway. But like, yeah, French. Real French. Yeah. Wait, so they're French-German then? No, no like the, the the monarchy, like the institution, like William the Conqueror uh, was French. Okay. I mean, like Normand. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes France. sense. I knew that, Normand. Yes, which, uh, I mean, which is why we have so much French in English. But anyway, including the, including the, the history of the institution. Oh. I just find that ironic. Yeah. Thank you for the history lesson. Also, I feel like all European royalty is, like, interrelated anyway. Right. I mean, like, 50% of them come, descend from Queen Victoria. So, yes, I was going to (laughs) say. They're all marrying their cousins. Right. Right. And it's weird that, I mean, it's not weird, but it's, like, their thing. Where, like, the direct in line, like, Prince William, for his kids, he had to pick names that were names of previous monarchs, Right. I don't know. That's I don't wild. Think so, because I think they then can like change their name once they ascend yeah. to the throne. Which is like even they weirder. can change their name, but no, I'm pretty sure because when they had like the royal betting for the names of like the choices were all like former kings' names. Because no, that's definitely a thing. I'm pretty. I'm like 95 percent sure. I love it. So they're like their version of no more social media is like no more new names. It's got to be it. a name We've that's got already enough. been. <laughs> already been a king in the past tried and true nothing new <laughs> we can't start a new round of so numbers weird. we gotta you know. <laughs> so weird. british royal naming conventions mm, that was not the right search term but oh here's the rules so most don't have a surname because that's what i'm saying because they'll go by like <laughs> so the cambridge or or uh prince um like what does it say on their fucking so george so the the Mount birth certificates say montbatten wizard windsor Ma- Ma- yeah. however you say it but Ma- like um when say william and kate's kids go to school when they were like the duke and duchess of cambridge which i guess they still are their kids could go to school and they can be enrolled as like either george windsor or george cambridge See, that's weird. Like, because I remember we don't, we don't have a choice of. I remember, or, like, specifically but is that reading only for the royal family because you figure there's other aristocracy across, like, I you know. But their Britain. titles don't change over time based on like where you know. That's yeah. But, that's a good yeah. That's a good point. Like, if you're the you know in line to be the Earl of Grantham, like right. <laughs> so I don't I don't know well, that it's on Grantham. It's Crowley. <laughs> So the parents have to choose at least three names. Unique names are not allowed until further down the line of secession. Um, and then the queen bestows titles and didn't have to give her approval. Obviously, this article is old. But I'm pretty sure that they... I swear I, I remember reading okay. that they have to they have to have at least the first name or whatever. Or what, then it has to be like a previous monarch's name. That That makes sense. So like... Elizabeth's father, when he took the throne, he changed his name, but he was yeah. oh, he was a spare. He, he, he was wasn't spare. supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't supposed to become king. So yeah, yeah, he, yeah. 
Exactly. And like Victoria, she was originally like Alexandra, I think was her like birth name. And she oh, chose really? Victoria when she ascended to the throne. It's so fucking weird. I, I know. That because I watched the PBS Victoria series. <laughs> <laughs> it was very beautiful. It was with what's her face from Doctor Who. It was very good. Yeah. Also, it is interesting. Right though, you know. that, yeah, that they have to have at least three names, but I guess whatever. Um, okay. Uh, congratulations, Kate. I think all we've so far come up with, but we've got we've got till April, plenty of time. Is uh, yeah. Let us know. Do you want a royal name or do you want a normal name? We got right. Do we have room to play here? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Does it have to be a name that's repeated from somewhere in your lineage, or is it open? Yeah. Amanda, is there a masculine version of Eden? Like Alex has Alexandra. I don't know if there's a feminine version kind of, of gender neutral. Because I actually um, had a conversation with someone that said that they wanted to name their son Eden. Oh, that's so awesome! I, I, I think it can be kind of a gender fluid name. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So there you go. You can have that one. Yeah. Yeah. Another another April Eden. Sounds good. I'll share. I'll share baby names. (laughs) Good times. I'm trying to think, like, we'll come back to us. Please remind us. Come back to us. Send us some more feedback. I'm going to think on this. I'm going to think on this during the week. For now, I'm just going to call. I'm Italian, so I'm just going to shamandolino. (laughs) That's all we do. We add A's or O's. But congratulations again. Very, very happy so for you. So very happy exciting. For you. Love adding new people to the broad family. Um, mm-hmm. And then, oh, I think it's time for That's What She Said. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> if it sucks, I don't want it to be slower. How do we create a poll? How does it stay up? Can everybody see this? <laughs> If you don't get this, I'm going to be very disappointed. I've been doing this on the other screen. (laughs) We did it Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. The thing is to the side here. I hate it when they get their tongue stuck. (laughs) That sounds like something Samantha from Sex and the City would say. I know, right? (laughs) But I can't do a Samantha voice, so. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go four. Minimum four. You have to do it right. Oh, you have to do it in the right way. This is really solid. I got to keep it in. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) It takes nine minutes. Only nine minutes. Only nine minutes. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) Huzzah. And then to finish us up with butter emails, we have an email from uh, Andy. All right. New Year's with hers. Hey, broads. I hope you had a nice holiday. I'm looking forward to hearing what you were up to. Mine was fine. Nothing to report on. Things have been getting, excuse me, things have been getting back to normal, but I wish uh, I still had all that PTO. <laughs> Work hired a new person, an older woman about 70, just to make it clear that that isn't it, who has been doing uh, pretty well so far. At this point, I'm still not expecting much, but maybe she'll stick around. As I've gone over my work problem, as I've gone over my work problems with you, the bar is still incredibly low. 
Basically, show up on time and don't disappear for three months. Anyway, here's to a great 2023 for all of us. Hashtag I'm with hers, Andy. All right. All right. Well, all right. here's a, a Barry LaCroix cheers to you. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. So I, for you, Andy, I uh, had lunch today with the woman that I worked with at the law firm I was with right after my other job. So last job. And she was telling me that they've had some hiring hijinks over the last year. And uh, so the receptionist uh, that had been there left uh, right before Christmas last year. And they didn't hire somebody to replace her. They attempted to hire someone to replace her, but didn't find the right fit until like last summer. So it was like half a year. And I don't want to, like, I don't know how much I can say or whatever, because I didn't ask for permission to tell all these stories. She had some great stories about some people that they went through. For instance, one woman uh, wasn't, it was very clear she wasn't going to work out. So at lunchtime, the, our our old boss let her go, said, this isn't going to work out. This isn't a good fit. Let her go. And she came back after lunch with, like, Popeye's chicken, ate it all over the desk. And he was like, um, do you not remember me saying that you can go? She goes, yeah, you know, I figured I would give it another try. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, um, um. And then at the end of the day, he was just like, so really, this isn't going to work out. I'll pay you for the rest of the day, but I need you to not come back tomorrow. Um... And again, she told me stories like of six or seven different people that like just were insane, wow. right? So the the story though that I think pertains to you, Andy, is that uh, one of the women <laughs> was hired. Uh, they it was a high it was a family law firm, so they got a lot of phone calls all the time, right? Like a high call volume, and she thought by like you know, midway through that morning, she thought the phone was annoying, so she put it on D&D. Her whole job was to answer Uh phones. She put the phone on D&D, and they ended up missing, like, dozens of phone calls that day. No. Imagine just showing up to your job and being like, you know, the most important part of my job, I just don't feel like it. Exactly. I'm not going to do it. It's just annoying. She said that she was like, it felt like we missed 300. Like, they just missed so many calls. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. Kind of a baller move. I kind of respect <laughs> I it. I kind of respected it, too. <laughs> I mean, clearly she should be fired, but I do respect the move. Yeah, she got let go once they <laughs> discovered it. But, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Good times. Um, anyway, on that note, <laughs> thank you for the email. Um... I meant I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, but the bloopers came out last week or earlier this okay. week. So uh, check those out if you're interested. Um, yeah, good times. <laughs> Always a great time. I was only one weekend late from when I said I would do it, which I thought was pretty good for me. I said they'd be out on a Friday. I was done with them on the Sunday, but I finished them at like 10 o'clock at night. So I was like, I'm just going to set it a, to post on a Monday. A wonderful way to start the week. Oh, thank you. I haven't finished them yet. I was I started while I was like getting ready. No for, rush. And get through them. But so far, I really enjoyed it. The no um rush. section this year is like 
extra, oh thank extra you bins. Extra the, bins of very good good ums yes we got a lot of really good ums uh yeah. i mixed it up too i started pulling likes ums you know yeah no it was really good it was <laughs> no, it was no, particularly no. yeah it was very funny yeah. i think i'm gonna like back up and re-listen to it <laughs> thank you <laughs> um i got all new music i found this site that yeah. just lets you download them for free as long as you just you know copy and paste their phrasing exactly and i was like oh my god this is great Nice. So, um, although one of the songs sounds exactly the same as some of the others, but I just downloaded it, so I'm wondering if I like accidentally used one that I shouldn't have used because it's like old and maybe the copyright thing was weird. But whatever, no, nobody's said anything yet, so yeah, haven't gotten a cease and desist yet. No, not yet. Um, but yeah, thank you. I was gonna ask about the um section because when I listened to it on the computer and the headphone on the headphones uh, when I downloaded it. It sounded good, but when I listened to it in the van, the the audio sounded off. So, um, anyway, I listened to it with Alex because I was like, "Alex, you're in this. You would like it." And then, you know, yeah. as we're listening, he's just like, "You said a bad word, language, mommy. You said oh. a bad word." <laughs> and I was like, "You're goddamn right." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, on that note, everybody, welcome back. Happy New Year. One of my resolutions for the broadcast this year, last year we started doing the shows where we had like a topic each each month, and month. I really yeah, want to keep doing that because I like doing that. I feel it. I, I hope you guys do too. Me too. I do yeah. too. Yeah. Like sometimes the homework I can understand might get too much, but I... I Hopefully we've been deciding them enough in advance where it's not super terrible. But my, uh, I was very inspired by having uh, Melody and Colky on last year that I want to have more guests in 2023. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, you know, not, maybe not monthly, but like I want to have more people on in general, quarterly or something. So if you have anybody, I'm, I'm saying all this because if you have anybody out there that you think might be a good fit for being a guest... Let us know. Holler at us. Um, hit us up. Whatever. What are the? What, that's all millennial phrasing. What does Gen Z say? Hit me with this. No fucking clue. I have no I idea. I'm poop emoji. That means something different than the way right. we use it. Or I don't know. I don't know. An ironic uh, hot kangaroo chin? emoji. <laughs> I, I anyway, once Amanda gets on TikTok, she can update us on the Gen Z speak. Yeah, I'll be cool then. So, you'll be you know. cool then. We'll be still reading Spare six months from now, but you'll be on TikTok knowing. I will be super cool. I will be like a hella influencer. <laughs> there you go. Um, awesome. All right. Anyway, let us know if you have anybody out there that you think would be a good fit for us. Um, that is something, you know. You know what we're about if you're listening and have been listening for a while. Um, But please let us know, because we would love to expand the horizons in 2023. Um, But anyway, on that note, again, send your any of your questions for the Real Weird Sisters crossover or anything else, any other feedback you have to thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com. All right. Thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute to a certain level. And that would be Eckhart Rigner, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with the Plan, and Ed the Creepy Poopyhead Mailman. Um, if you um, want to become a patron, we will be live for the Hangout Level patrons on January 17th. And you can do that by going to uh, patreon.com slash Jack. We'll also have a bonus show uh, out later this month as well for the bonus level patrons. 
And I don't know, if you like the show, throw us some support. Cool, cool, cool. All right. On that note, does anybody else have anything? Nope. All right. Well, then I will see you next week. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.